Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27-24! Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to his strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown. Fried Fogle again. Schedule talk. This is the OEO podcast. And I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brandon? Nothing about talking about a team we're going to play in 10 weeks. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen and others. The content nightmare for a college football podcast right now. Yes. Um, We are, just to be exact here, 65 days, 15 hours, 3 minutes, and 45 seconds away from game day. So a little, few Which more I, hours until I kickoff, did not but. realize it was going to be Labor Day weekend. Um, yes, yes. Pretty I, – I can't remember starting on Labor Day weekend. Does that normally happen? Uh, I feel like it's – I feel like it's either the week before or the week after. Yeah. So it's but interesting, Day, boys. I will be I will be down in Florida for my draft party for my fantasy football league. So I I will be extremely inebriated. You're going? You always go to a road game. I mean, dude, I've requested the six tickets already. So that is unreal, dude. I did not know this. So we will see uh, how that goes. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. I'm trying Uh, to see what other game you would either considering. Well, we, we thought about. Um, Western Kentucky because it's close. The Big Haas. Yeah. Or Michigan. Yeah. Maybe. That'd be, that'd be sick. Just to yeah. put a nail in fucking Harbaugh. Yeah, it'd be real nice. You can't ever hold him down. He'll get an extension after another loss. But hey, let's talk about what we're talking about. Uh, that's the schedule. And this is a new series uh, that will lead us right up to our preview of the Iowa game. Um, we will go week by week, except for next week, which we'll talk about at the end of the pod, um, and break down our opponents um, basically just post-spring. So we don't really know a whole lot about them. We're just kind of basing it off last year, who's coming back, our feel on those players, and then what we think our matchups, uh, the key matchups of the game will be. Um, we'll get into Iowa here in just a second. But before that, quick news update. We have a new commit, Brandon. Uh, new, I guess you could call him a hybrid tight end. This kid is, I think I'm more excited about him than I was when we talked about him on the official visit pod. Uh, well, Ryan, I was all high on Macintosh, right? Yeah. I thought Macintosh, I thought he, I mean, they're built the same. I mean, they're literally almost the same player. Um, Macintosh committed to, you know, Wisconsin. He went to the other, uh, tight end you there. Uh, but Ryan Miller had fantastic off, uh, offers and he gives, I don't, he, he can play a lot of spots. Yeah, 6'6", 215 right now. And I think the way that I, without watching his highlight tape, I expected him to put on a lot of weight 
and kind of fill into that tight end spot, but I don't think so. I think he's going to be more of a, a hybrid type. Um, I hate to say it cause I don't like him, but, uh, a Gronk ish type player, somebody like that. Well, maybe even like I'd prefer a, um, Oh goodness. What is his name? He just got drafted. Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts. If he could be a Kyle Pitts type, that would be even better. But we'll take uh, take the commitment, and we'll see what we can do with him here uh, along the way. Again, I mean, we got uh, the Bloomington kid last um, last class, uh, AJ Barner, and or no, we got uh, Steelfelt, still the Bloomington North guy. Yeah. Um, in last class, we got AJ Barner before that. Um, and then we have Hendershot, and now you got this kid. So, I mean, I really like you know, Barner, by the way. And I, I know you weren't super high on him at the end of the year. Yeah. But. So, I mean, all I'm saying is it's a talented tight end room. Like that, that, that position isn't bare bones by any, by any stretch. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, and then speaking of not bare bones areas of the field, uh, two cornerbacks will be committing this weekend. Um, Fingers crossed, both IU. Uh, we got a little bit of good news today on a crystal ball prediction on James Mons the third. Um, I still think he goes to Nebraska. No, Andrew Irvin's national forty uh, seven yeah, guy. He just put it up to an eight. He put it. Oh, he moved it up. He moved it up as of like two hours ago. I mean, oh. you, you you have you have two little ones, so you were probably mid either dinner time or bath time. It was in or Costco whatever. or something two hours ago. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, he moved it up from a six to an eight. That's about as much of a lock as a national guy is going to give. Yeah, okay. So. Well, then the other guy that's committing this weekend and a uh, personal favorite of mine, Jacoby Spells. Well, maybe. We'll see if he commits. Um, I use in his top three, which he announced last weekend with those effers at Western or at, uh, what is that state called? West Virginia and the U. So we'll see how that turns out for us. Uh, both announcing it, it, on the 4th of it, July. It seems with spells that it's a two-horse race. It's it's West Virginia both of them. for us. Oh, um, I thought you meant that. So, I don't know. I still feel good about spells. He's he's asking Mullen what to do, and McCullough's all over him. I mean, that stuff might be happening, too, from West Virginia, and I'm just not getting that on my Twitter feed. Um, so, that's possible. But, um, I don't know. I, I still feel very good. You, you know, what we do is we predict what's going to happen. Yeah. So, what's your prediction? I, we get both. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I get greedy. Maybe I get greedy. Maybe I I'm think, just riding a hot streak. I think so too. You know, and I'm betting with my heart more with my head, but. I think so too. I think we get both of them too. Um, okay. But until then, we will let you guys know how right we were over the weekend via the Twitter account, which you can follow and I will tell you about later, but it's at podcast LEO on Twitter. Um, let's get right into the schedule. So week one, we are supposed to go to Iowa City, Iowa. That's on September 4th at 2.30. It's going to be on the amazing Big Ten Network because why would you not put two top 15 projected teams on the Big Ten Network at 2.30? Is that 3.30? Uh, I meant to tell you oh, before. Probably 3.30, but 2.30 local time there. So it depends on it's two thirty somewhere, right? Yes. Isn't that a Jimmy Buffett song or something? Yeah, you getting pumped for Jimmy Buffett? It's yeah, it's coming, coming up. up. It's coming up. Uh, yeah. So we what we will do on this uh, new series, um, inverted commas as the uh, 
English will say. Um, so we'll do uh, a quote unquote, again, there it is, there it is, uh, inverted commas, history lesson. And then we'll kind of go over the previous meeting, all-time record, and if they have a relevant coach, which this one does. Um, key players from the other team, key matchups, and then we'll get to uh, the fun stuff like Brando's, Randos, and Woo. all that good junk. So uh, history lesson real quick. Previous meeting, uh, not a fun one. I remember it. It was a tight end display. Uh, Nate Stanley threw six touchdowns and a pretty good. We were coming off a pretty good win, I feel like. or We were riding pretty high. Um, this was in 2018. We lost 42 to 16 at home. I believe that was probably homecoming too. So that wasn't a fun one. I remember, I think I was, were you there? I was there. Yeah. I remember sitting that out with you for sure. All time record. Iowa leads 45 to 28 with four ties in the middle. Yeah. Peyton Ramsey had a game to forget. That's right. Um, Yeah. He had like three picks, I think. Three picks. We only ran for like less than 50 yards. Two picks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was weird. Yeah. And ha- Higginbotham or whatever his name is, Hagenshot or what's the tight end? For them? Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Him and Noah Fant both went for over yeah. 100 yards. Hawkinson had three, three, touchdowns, three touchdowns, I think. Yeah. So I remember seeing like a 36 running around. I think that was Hawkinson. Yeah, no, it was still upset. Not even upset. Like it was just, it wasn't fun. Yeah. Thomas Allen had a pick in that game, though. There we go. Yeah. We love TA here. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, Speaking of, I can't transition this. Never mind. Their coach is Kurt Ferentz, 22nd season in Iowa. I think he's the longest tenured coach in the country. Maybe 66 years young. He needs to retire. He does need to retire. Yeah. So that's it for them as far as the history lesson goes. Um, with the large amount of research that both of you guys or both uh, of us did, which was probably a combined 45 minutes, we have gotten to the key players of Iowa. Um, Before we get there, I wouldn't be the degenerate I am if I didn't bring this up. Okay. Um, despite us probably being the higher. I know what you're going to say. Um, we, we Six are- and a half. It's moved down. There's money is going on Indiana. It was started at six and a half. It is now Iowa minus five and a half mm. and IU money line plus 170. Oh, which I, is, I'll throw the house on it. Basically three to one. You know, throw you the bet, house bet, on it. Bet $10, win 27. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like a like a 25 or $50 bet on that one. Yeah. If I don't come back from Iowa, it's because I literally don't have a house. To come back to, <laughs> and I'll just stay. With our doctor uh, friends that live in Iowa. We'll stay there. Another thing is I looked uh, for their win-loss. Um, their over-unders eight and a half, which is exactly like ours is. So When you play um, in that division, I mean, anybody yeah. could win eight and a half. <laughs> I like to dig. I like to dig at producer yeah. Seth there. Yeah. Um, well, and so, Wisconsin yeah, no, I mean, and Nebraska. And North, Northwestern. Northwestern. Hot um, Illinois. Yeah, Minnesota. so very comparable teams. It should be an amazing opening game. Um, and they te- two teams built on kind of two totally different philosophies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll it'll be really interesting when we get down to matchups after we kind of do key players how we think they're going to match up because um, you know a little teaser. 
I think this is a blowout one way or the other. I don't think this is a close game. Mm. Wow. Uh, we are not doing predictions on this version of this pod, but of uh, the schedule breakdown, but there we go. Uh, last time we put one at Iowa, I believe, without looking this up, I believe this was the Kellen Lewis flip into the end zone game. On a, I, I remember this play. I'll remember it till the day I die. He threw a screen pass to Josiah Sears, who is like a fullback tight end hybrid. He got smoked after he caught the ball, fumbled it, but Lewis followed the play for some reason, scooped up the fumble, and scoot, scoot, scooted, scooted down the sideline for like 75 yards, flipped into the end zone, got a penalty. Never say that again. Uh, and we won. We beat the crap out of him. Um, and then we went to a bowl and lost. So, um, yeah. That's the last thing I remember about beating Iowa at Iowa. Hopefully we see something similar. 2007. 2021. All right. Key players. Um, we're probably always going to put a quarterback here. This one seems very forced. Uh, their quarterback, Spencer Petrus. 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 2020 for him. I literally wrote this. Um, Not great. Nine touchdowns, five interceptions over seven this is games. Very bad co- collegiate stats. One hundred and ninety-six like, yards per game passing the football. Um, the running back not so bad. Uh, Tyler nah, Goodson. But, do you know much about him? Or I mean, so I was going to go on a little bit more on on Petrus. On Petrus, you he, go he ahead had, if you he want has to. The build. He's six five. He's two thirty. He was pretty highly ranked. People um, rave about him. They rave yeah. about it, but the, yeah. uh, all of his opponents are like, yeah, please, please. Yeah, I mean, be he's, the starter. he's going to be a redshirt junior. So I mean, he's been in, he's been in the program. He's built like a shit brick house and he was highly rated. Everything says he should be good, but you know, to your point, he's not, I mean, may, maybe it clicks though. I mean, that's a scary thing. He has, he has everything that says it should click, but you know, what's on paper versus on the field has been two totally different stories. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see here. Tyler Goodson. Tyler Goodson. Tyler is good, son. Tyler is very good. Is he? He's a senior, yes. I think. He's an all Big Ten back. Yeah. So, 700 yards and six touchdowns last year. Uh, they had a pretty limited schedule, I think. I think they only played seven games. Maybe six. I think they played seven. Um, so some of these stats are going to be a little skewed because of the schedule um but i mean petrus's stats weren't good no matter what uh so let's see wide receiver they've lost both of their hyphenated wide receivers to the draft they lose both um, starters yes and yep. so that moves up tyrone tracy jr which if the last name tracy sounds familiar you would be correct that is larry tracy's brother the sophomore red shirt sophomore corner Mm -hmm. from uh decatur central i believe stiff dust he had us in our final three that's right he did uh, he did and he picked iowa over we flipped larry i think i think we we flipped him from iowa to uh stay home yeah it's been a little bit of a weird recruiting battle here um that's the one team we forgot about that's the one yeah. team we forgot about. Iowa yeah, we, always we thought we had Tyrone and Iowa ended up getting them and they thought they had Larry and we got that, you know, we got that brother. So, That's right. um, yeah, interesting. 
Yeah, he had a, a whopping 154 yards and one touchdown. Very empty total. wide receiver room. Very yeah. empty wide receiver room. Next guy scares me a little bit. Uh, he's a beast. Yeah, Tight end Sam Laporta. Um, he's probably from Iowa, but very French last name. Um, or Did you Spanish know I grew up name. in Laporte, Indiana? Okay. I did not know that. No. Did you? I did. Oh. Mm. The region. Keep going. He was the uh, – I was just going to let that sit for a minute. He was the 2020 leading receiver, LOL, with 260 yards and one touchdown. 260 yards. Ty, Fro- Ty Freifogel went over 200 yards by himself three times last year. Three times. 260 yards for the season. So we're not going to jump ahead. We'll get there in a minute. Uh, let's hop over to the other side of the ball. Uh, I did zero research on uh, special teams, which I know hurts your heart. I don't know if you want to throw their kicker or puncher into this, but uh, on defense, their defensive line is stripped down pretty thin. Uh, returner, best returner coming back is going to be Zach Van Valkenburg. Uh, three and a half sacks last year, eight and a half tackles for loss and four fumble recoveries. So he's pretty decent, pretty decent. Little dude in there. Not a little dude, big dude. Um, I believe he plays interior for them. He was not listed as a defensive end. So, um, yeah, I mean, scary in there. Val Valkenberg, he's coming back for his fifth year. So he's got some tread on the tires. He he was all uh, second team Big Ten. Um, so he helps fill that hole a little bit um, that Davion Nixon um, left and, and Phil – uh, yeah, Davion Nixon. Davion Nixon and Golston. Yeah, Chauncey, Chauncey, Chauncey Golston. Golston. So, yeah, I mean, there's some pretty big shoes to fill there, um, but at least they have a little bit of um, senior depth uh, coming there. Their linebackers are good, though. Yeah, their linebackers are good. Um, Which is, solid. I mean, you feel like you could say that about Iowa every year. Yeah. Right? I mean, their yeah. defensive defensive line is a little weak, but, yeah, I mean, their, their linebackers are uh, seasoned. Yeah. Solid linebackers, not anybody that really pops out um, for me, at least. Uh, the one guy on the defense, Jack Kerner, uh, 2020 stats. He had three interceptions, two pass breakups. And yeah, um, his third year starting. So, yeah. again, there's there's some again, there's season seasoning, yeah. a lot of seasoning on that defense. Um, but again, two main guys, I want to say, um, strictly based off of like zero Iowa film and just stats because i'm a stats guy that's what i do you're a numbers guy any other uh key players you want to add there for them do you have anybody that no just in just in summation there um i mean we didn't cover their offensive line they they have they have one bona fide stud and again some some depth there as well so this team's going going to rely on the ground game um for sure i mean because petrus is unreliable no experience really in the wide receiver or tight end um despite the pedigree being there um and a little bit of a depleted defense um, a little bit more depleted than i'm sure fans in iowa city would like yeah but for some reason they're they're a top 15 team kind of you know head scratching what people see i don't know who's who's doing what in iowa but iowa state will be massively overranked It'll be ahead of well. us. So, oh yeah, 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 of course. I've seen them projected to go to the Sugar Bowl, so 
that tells you anything. Uh, uh, meanwhile, we have been projected to go to the Duke's Mayo Bowl or the very exciting, and definitely all of us are going except for Seth, um, Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, I'd go to I'd go to Vegas. Yes, and that was against USC. That one would be fun. Ooh. But it's guys, it's uh, June thirtieth, <laughs> so we've got quite a bit of ways. Uh, we'd be ex- about six months and a day away from when we should be playing our first bowl game. So we only play in January bowls, Michael. Well, we I prefer to play a New Year's Eve bowl and then play the following week. If you don't catch my drift there, uh, right? Do they still do that? Catching drifts. Yeah, okay. they do. They do. Thanks. You made me feel stupid for a second, and then mm. Seth threw it in the uh... – yeah, we're talking about playoffs, Seth. Yes. Um, all right. So, moving on. Key matchups. Now, this, Brandon did not have any of my information on. Nope. I'd like mm. to hear what his key matchups are. I will we'll snake draft. How about we do this? I'll, I'll start first. Okay. You throw two, and then I'll finish. I got three. I only got two. Okay. So – IU running backs versus inverted commas again. Seth's going to roll his eyes. There it is. Uh, depleted Iowa defensive line. So with Chauncey Golston going third round to the Cowboys and defensive player of the year, Davion Nixon, who went fifth round. This is so weird that those defensive player of the years don't translate to the NFL, i.e. Michael Sam. Maybe different stuff. I don't know. Um, so fifth round to the Panthers. I think this is our time to exploit that. I know that they still have decent depth, but without having Nixon in the middle, Golson outside, you can focus on Van Valkenburg. Take him out if you can, or as much as you can, and let's run the football. Control the game, control the line of scrimmage, control the time of possession. I think that's a huge matchup for IU. And something that we did not do last year, and to have... um, Stephen Carr, is he going to be – he's immediately eligible, correct? Oh, yeah, and he's a grad transfer. Okay. So, to have Stephen Carr and Samson James, both of them very experienced, ready to go against this defensive line, I'd like to see that. all. And don't forget about my boy, Tim Baldwin, Jr. Not so fast, my friend. I love this not knowing thing because we are on opposite <laughs> wavelengths here. You said IU offense or running game versus depleted D-line. I'm going IU passing versus the Iowa secondary because their D-line can't get any pressure on Michael Penix. I think we are going to throw the ball 80%. I think we are going to sling it all over because what don't you want to do? You don't want to get in a limited possession ground face-off against Iowa right? Iowa isn't built to come back from a lead. So what do you want to do? Get out ahead, 14, 17 points, make Petrus throw the ball, make him throw the ball. So the key matchup I'm looking for is I use passing game against I use secondary game. Cause if I, you can break this game open early, the game's over. Well done. All right. And my other matchup is another inverse, which is why I was just completely giddy. I want to see I I use defensive line against Iowa's offensive line. Um, again, because you don't want them having eight, nine, ten minute possessions, grounding out, you know, 12, 13 yards on three downs over and over and over again. 
because while I think we all agree the our defensive line has a talent um, in flux, you know, from those past year to this year, that wears down on any good team. Um, so I, I think, you know, my secondary key matchup is going to be in the trenches. And if we can limit them from getting their ground game going, um, and it all starts there um, with our D line versus their O line. We're samesies on this one. Kind of, kind of it's like a half brother situation. <laughs> IU pass rush versus Petrus. Petrus? Petrus. I can't say his name. He doesn't deserve it anyway. Petrus struggled last year, need to apply pressure, make them one-dimensional. Take him out of the game. Is this this a uh, Ryder Anderson breakout game? He just comes out with two and a half sacks and a strip sack, or a strip sack um, and another sack and a half. for Ryder Anderson in game one. I like it. I I like it as well. What about Handy? Is Handy going to be eligible? Well, I think they're going to focus on him, right? I think they're going to probably throw two people at him. So that's going to that's gonna free up Ryder for some one-on-ones. Hot take um, prediction. Hot take prediction. Michael Zambil. God, you love that guy. Two sacks. Two and a half sacks. Oh man, Ziemba. He's got the he's got the hair for it. I Two mean, and a half got, sacks. If he's full flow, he's gotta be full flow. Gotta in be. the sun in Iowa. Two and a half sacks. Yeah. Yeah. Called it. Write it down. Everybody. Yep, they just wrote it down. Okay. Uh, and you're done. So here's my last one. It's Micah Michael, me, myself, versus Iowa fans. What? Hashtag pray for my wife. Why? She she has she a family of Hawkeye fans? Or or, or just no, your well-being. I'm gonna be you're, in you're, the stage. You're well, yeah, yeah. You you're <laughs> getting out of I've heard they're good fans though. I mean, they come to Indianapolis, they're they're pretty well behaved. When they when they came when they came the last time we beat them, which was with Cam Kaufman, I think. Cam Kaufman, Cody Latterman made like some like three touchdowns or something that game. Uh, and I remember like, we weren't doing anything. We were not talking shit, but dude, they got so mad about that game. It was crazy. So we'll see. I, well, the other thing that I'm, I'm going to do my best to not be super, uh, crappy is if we are winning going into the fourth quarter, I'll, I guess I'll stand up and wave. Is that yeah. Yeah, That's, you definitely will. Yeah, I'll do that, I guess. But yeah, just pray for my wife. So I will That's it. Too. That's you know, all I've got I mean, for key matchups. Somebody's gonna podcast by myself, you know? That Seth's week? not gonna show up. No, no, if you die. Like if you die oh, in Iowa City. Well, that was that's probably the end, since I do everything anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. You do a little bit of stuff. You do the important stuff in the background. I'm the talent. That's right. You are the talent. Uh, speaking of talent and talented people, runners, Monon Track Club is today's sponsor, an everyday sponsor, because they're Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's run- running culture. Indiana's running culture. Let me say that again. Um, 
should I bring it back? Do you like running? No. I don't not enjoy it, but I don't. There's just so many it. other things I'd rather do. That's like, true. But and, guess and, what? And, and, guess what? Guess what? Hmm. Whether or not you like running or or you'd rather do something else, you can still wear gear from Monon Track Club and represent Indianapolis and the Monon Trail and just clubs and tracks and stuff and help out a small business owned by an IU alum. So there you go. You can get 10% off your purchase by putting in LEO10, that's LEO10, LEO, the letters, and then the numbers 10 at checkout. That'll get you 10% off. Now that I've rambled enough that Garrett will be happy with that. Let's move on to Brando's Randos. What you got, bud? I got three today. Um, and and one one is I think is going to be a slam dunk for you, but I I'd be curious to get producer Seth's answer Uh-oh. here because I think yours is fairly obvious. Okay. Um, who's your favorite Iowa football player? This is the obvious. This is the slam dunk obvious one. Yeah, there's two Colts that were in the. Yeah, but I, Bob Sanders was too hurt. He's too hurt. Okay, so then, yeah, it's who I thought it was. Who do you think it was? That's what <laughs> I want to hear. Clark. Dallas Clark. No, I'm not a big Dallas Clark guy. Really? Yes. You love tight ends and you love the Colts. I thought that was, that was <laughs> Dunk City. <laughs> that was funny, Seth. Um, man, come back to me on that one. Seth, who do you got? James Daniels, interior lineman, Chicago Bears. There oh we my go. God. I don't know who but that is. Did he, did he do anything? Was he? I've never heard of him. He's a third year guy. Oh, so he's new. He's on the roster yeah. now. Yep, up and cover. I think he was late first round, early second round draft pick. No. All right. Give I... me give me Bob Sanders. I do have a Bob Sanders jersey. So yeah. give me Bob Sanders. I'm gonna stick with my special teams stick and say Nate Kading, kicker. <laughs> this is my favorite. <laughs> Oh, all right. Play to the bit. You got to play to the bit. Um, What do you got now? Now, now we're two a little bit more. Give me the uh, hard stuff. I don't know. This is hard, but who has a better chance of winning the Big Ten championship? Ooh, Iowa or IU? I don't think it's that hard. I think it's ooh man because I don't rate Iowa is the problem. IU has got. One really hard game, and they've got two really, just like small, really hard games, like really hard games. And we beat both those teams last year. Uh, I got to go Iowa because of the weakness of that side of the conference. It has it's, to be. It's got to be Iowa. They don't have a guaranteed game against Ohio State. You know, I, I think. It, Let I me think read their schedule real quick. Let's do this real fast. Okay. Obviously, they're going to start own one. So own one. And then they're at Iowa State. That's easy. That's one and one. Kent State. Oh, you guys keep counting here. Kent State. Two and one. Two and one. Colorado State at home. Three and one. At Maryland. Four and one. Penn State. At home, believe that's a blackout game. Who they lose that one? You think they lose the Penn State game at home during a blackout? Clifford, the big red dog, somehow pulls it out of his ass. He's how is he still there? Uh, 
basically they have two bye weeks in a row. So they've got Purdue at home and then their actual bye week. So five and one, five and two. Okay. So five and two. So at Wisconsin, at Wisconsin's tough right here. This is it. I think they beat uh, 12 o'clock kick day before Halloween. So Saturday. Ooh, Seth's keeping that as a loss. That's a loss. Okay. At Northwestern. Win. Minnesota blackout game at home. Win. Fuck that boat. Illinois senior day. Oh, they're going to win by a million. Illinois might be the worst team in the At team. Nebraska. Win. So they've got nine wins. Okay. This is the their only competition would be Wisconsin at that point. Right? Yep. And we don't, none of us believe in Graham Mertz. No, I actually like Petrus better than Mertz. So, oh my goodness, Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State for Wisconsin at home. Eastern Michigan at home. Notre Dame at home. Wait a minute. These can't be all at home. This is weird. Hold on. This is a Google schedule. Play at Lambeau? Uh, It's the Barry Alvarez last year special. Yeah, it's Google schedule. Hold on. Uh, Penn State's at home. Eastern Michigan at home. Win. Notre Dame Soldier Field. Loss. Uh Michigan at home. Loss. Uh Illinois at home. Win. Army at home. Win. Purdue at home. Or I'm sorry, Win. Purdue away. Ooh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um Iowa at home. Loss. Oh yeah, we already did that. No, you already said it was a win. You already said it was a win. Rutgers away. Win. Northwestern at home. Win. Nebraska at home. Win. Minnesota away. Win. That's nine and nine. So they would go. Damn it. I don't know, man. I don't think. <sighs> I'm just saying Iowa because they don't have a guaranteed game against Ohio State. I mean, that's. Oh, I forgot about Cincinnati, dude. Cincinnati. They don't. We'll talk about more of the about them next week, but they don't super scare me. But they're just oh, they have they have an insane quarterback. Uh, they're just they're they're going to be looking ahead to, to uh, uh, Notre Dame. They've got Notre Dame on the twenty fifth, right after us. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you're you're picking. I'm going to take Iowa. You're going to take Iowa just okay. based off of their odds on that side of the the conference i'd give i'd give iu 20 30 chance 30 percent chance i'd give iowa like a 55 50 55 somewhere in there yep all right um so my next question here because what's your answer makes it inter- no i i think i think iowa has the better all chance right. um i who do you think has a chance a better chance of winning a game in the ncaa playoff See, I think that's IU. IU. I, th- I think IU has a chance to win a game in the NCAA playoff, but I think Iowa has a better chance to win the Big Ten. That, that, I, that's that's an inter- interesting dynamic when I was thinking about it. Could hmm. – okay. Let's, the project, guess who the projected four are? The exact same fucking four they are every single year. So, man, I got I to gotta bleep that out now. Um, Oklahoma – yeah, they got to. We'd have to be matched up against them. I don't. We're just too. Clemson's too much, right? Because if they're too much for, even with that new quarterback, if they're too much for Ohio State, 
they're too much for us. I think we I think we'd been saving over though. No way. Oh yeah. I think I think I think we gotta play Clemson. Um I think Oklahoma's I think Oklahoma's quarterback's insane and Bama's just amazing. But what if like BYU sneaks in there? It's like a three or something. No chance. Maybe um, we can get may, lucky. wait to the year after when it's expanded. Coastal Carolina. Oh, you know what? As much as they love Iowa State, it'll probably be Iowa State, and then we'll get snubbed out. They'll have three losses against Louisiana Tech and uh, Louisiana and uh, Louisiana Monroe, and yet they'll still somehow sneak in there ahead of IU. Who do they play this year? Let's go ahead and talk Iowa State football for a second because I hate them. So um, they play – oh, wow, tough schedule. Northern Iowa, UNLV, and – oh, that's it. But basically Kansas is another non-conference game too. So, um, yeah, they're, gonna, they're going to the national championship basically, so – all right, I've had enough of that bitching. So let's move on. That's the end of Brando's Randos. That's it. That's it. That was a good one. That got you worked that up. That was, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to need another drink after this now. Um. All right. So let's break it down. So as I said, we're going to go week by week, but little trickster in there. Next week is a non-conference schedule. So for us to make it work to where we can get to the exact amount of, not the exact, but pretty close, exact amount of days for our first preview pod, we need to do it like this. So we're going to go Iowa, and then we're going to do a triple header next week. Idaho, Cincinnati, Western Kentucky, all in one pod. It's going to be crazy. Call your, your mom. Call your friends. Call everybody. Let them know. Maybe who just text them. Who doesn't want to talk some Vandal football? That's you know, right. Everyone wants to talk Vandal football. Hootie who? So... Whatever that means. I don't know. Seth just put it in the in the chat like nobody was going to scream that. Yeah. Um, Bragg is pretty much Ron Burgundy. He'll read anything on the prompter. Yeah. <laughs> Even people in Idaho don't want to talk Vandal football, he says. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk the Vandals. We're going to talk the Bearcats. And we're going to talk the Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers next week. So uh, that's a scary game for me. That that is a Kevin Wilson special, I believe. So thank you Eli- for that. Elio Elio culture doesn't drop that that game. That's true. That's true. A trap. I think we play like Maryland the next week. It's not a trap. Get out of here. I think we play Penn State that next week. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is a trap. Probably. Can't wait to come back to this chat. Um. All right. Either way, we will talk to you guys next week. Elio. Elio, man. Elio. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.